A man that just reminded me. I found a new group on Facebook that's uh, SRV that I'm following now. It's a new fan page. <laughs> they have dug up all these old pictures of Stevie that nobody has seen before. And, I mean, little clubs uh, playing at prisons and stuff like that. And I hit that on the weekend and listened to this on the bike on Betty on the weekend. And, man, it just had a fresh, fresh feel to me. That explains the spring in your step this morning. Yeah, I got perhaps. a spring in my step. I got a hooch in my get along, baby. Watch me go this morning. Well, you know, you can get a shot for that. Well, I'm going to get that. Right. That's coming up. So, hope everybody had a great weekend. Elaine, you had a good weekend? Jimmy T, you had a good weekend? All right. Don, you had a good weekend? As usual. Yeah. All right, everybody. Everybody sound off now. Tell me what you think. What's going on with San Antonio? You go get your hair cut, and a couple of boys walk in, shoot you in the head, and kill you. I'd hate to been that barber, man. Do we know anything about him or her? No. No, we don't, do we? No. Standing there with a pair of scissors in your hands, and somebody, you know, a couple of dudes walk in and cap the dude that you're working on. In what the cops say is a targeted hit, that it was a specific, they went in there to kill that guy. I mean, obviously, because they didn't shoot the right. rest of the place up. You want to hear what it sounded like? Anybody? You want to hear it? Go ahead, Jimmy. Roll it. Let's let's uh, let's let's play. What is this? Uh, cut number two. I'm sorry. Cut number two. Numero dos is what the uh, what it sounded like inside of North Star Mall when it was going on. All right, so you get the idea. I mean, it was basic pandemonium. and Of course, it's pandemonium and craziness when there's a shooting going on inside of a mall. Now, it, I, I, I had a couple of thoughts uh, when I heard about this. First of all, was all the random sh or all the shootings that are going on now that are not random that are targeted, so say the police here. Uh, made me think when you go uh, soft on crime, this is exactly what you get. And we got a DA in, in Bear County who's soft on crime. This is what you get. You also have something that we've been talking about a long time, and that is all the various gangs that have been fighting. We have two of them right here within stone's throw from this radio station. We've got the Crips and the Bloods right over here. They occupy two different uh, apartment complexes that literally uh, Don or I or Elaine or Jimmy could go out here and throw a rock and hit these, these two apartment complexes. There's I a, wouldn't recommend that. No, no, I, no I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do yeah, that. a bad way to start your day. I got the wrong color rag hanging out the back of my pants. And then right up here on uh, Glendora is another area that's always been a, a rough shot. But then on the other side of I-35 here on Eisenhower, on Friday there was a big shootout that went on. Yeah. Um, so that, that was my first thought. What's, what's going on with San Antonio? Because San Antonio has not been this way. Uh, Don, I promise you, you've been here 10 years. I promise you San Antonio has not been this way. Something there's a fundamental change that is happening to San San Antonio right now, and I'm curious what you guys think. I'm curious what our listeners think. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Do you feel safe in San Antonio? Do you feel safe here? Going to, you know, when I was growing up, uh, North Star Mall was always always the upscale. You know, fancy schmancy big time mall. North Star Mall always was. Yes, always. Um, it, right next door, of course, you had Central Park, which was, yeah, you know, it's good, it was a nice place, but it wasn't North Star. North Star had all the fancy schmancy, too expensive Saks, for me to go there. Saks Fifth Avenue. Yeah. Central Park Mall yeah. did not have Saks Fifth Avenue. No, no, no. They had little one-off shops, right? And, uh, and and so we always had a ranking in our malls as far as you know what who was who was hoity-toity and where you felt safe and you always felt that way at North Star, even though I couldn't afford most of the stores in North Star, I still went over there. I really couldn't. You know? Well, it was also the only place you could get Chick Fil A, Don, was North Star Mall. Well, is but, that right? but, but yes. then you had no. Windsor Park. Get it? And two of my friends. Uh, opened that store in Windsor Park Mall, and now they're retired doing well. It was after North Star, because I remember yeah? like 80. Is that right? 1980 was around okay. Chick-fil-A. Well, I don't know. Something like that. I never went to Windsor because it was shading. Yeah, well, <laughs> and that's where I grew up. <laughs> I grew up in Windsor Park Mall. So now, you know, you got a guy that's just getting his hair cut. That's all. He's just getting his hair cut. 
We don't know the background. We don't know what he did to these guys or nothing at all. We, we don't know anything, right? No. No. No one going there for the last few years since Migrant Center moved in on San Pedro, says Elaine. Well, that you know what? That's true. There's a lot of that that goes on there. So here's where I think you're going, and I, <coughs> I want to say that San Antonio over the years has evolved into the hub for Mexico. It starts in San Antonio and then spreads out and disseminates to the rest of the country. And I think it's just grown and grown and grown exponentially over the decades to where now that's our reality and it's not going away. I, what I've always said is, just like we have a Crossroads Mall, this is the Crossroads of America, right? So you got 35 that goes this way, you got I-10 that goes this way. <laughs> and so if you're going to run drugs and you want to get drugs to Minneapolis, St. Paul, you do it here in, if you're a you know a marketer of drugs you or or, or humans humans yeah. thank you you go you go to San Antonio because you can get them on I10 or 90 mm-hmm. and you can get them on I35 which would take them up and down the country so San Antonio is a clearinghouse for drugs and humans. 100%. Houston is too by the way. Houston is a lot of human trafficking goes on over there. Yeah, that's the next stop. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um so, you know, between apartment complexes in uh, in this neighborhood, and, and you've heard me say this before, I grew up right here. I lived right there. And uh, this neighborhood was so beaver cleaver. It was so down home in 1963 and the 60s and 70s when I lived here. And we have just gradually watched this entire neighborhood and this area of town go down. But the, the, you know what? It's all over San Antonio. If it's at North Star Mall, it can happen anywhere. So that's why, you know, people who are long-term San Antonians, Elaine says she used to go there shopping all the time, and you've noticed a big change. Elaine says she's noticed a big change in, in, in North Star Mall. Um, I remember when it happened. I remember, I, I remember when, um, when Windsor Park went to hell. And they started having shootings outside at the Via Bus thing and then inside Windsor Park Mall. I remember that because I had to ask Nancy. I wouldn't tell her. I would ask her, please don't go to Windsor Park anymore. Please don't go shopping there. And she would go to uh, Mervyn's, but she could go, you know, outside into Mervyn's and then leave. She didn't have to go in the mall. Right. Right. Uh, But now I don't, you know. And then I remember when it happened a few years ago, uh, at Rolling Oaks, you had the guys that were holding up the K jewelers or whatever, right. and the guy who stepped in to defend them, and I think he got killed, didn't he? Because I remember there were two two civilians with guns. One, I believe, one perished, and the other was, was okay. Shot. I don't remember all the details. I, I remember yeah. going up there for a ride. It was, a, it was also a Sunday afternoon. It was. Yeah. We we went up there for a memorial uh, ride to you know retrieve their r- remains and take them to their interment on on motorcycles. But you know. This is this was not what San Antonio ever really was. Now we've always had violence. You were talking earlier. We've had the one-offs, and we've had the guys that were random, and we've had the this and the that. That's true. That's always existed here. Yeah. And you have to pick through before you put anything on the on the website. You were telling me because you you, you could fill up the website with Just this that. kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Right. Every day. Yeah. There's at least three or four. Every day. That I know of. Yeah. You know, there are probably right. others that I haven't heard about. Well, that's right. Uh, and I, I think we're facing I think we're facing a crisis here. I really do. I think we're I, I think we're facing a moment here. Well, I'll give you an, I'll give you an example. Um, I don't know if you if anybody saw this thing in uh, Chicago over the weekend, but these 16, 17 year olds with machine guns. Mm-hmm. First of all, if you're 16 or 17, 15, 13, where are you getting a machine gun? It's provided. Uh, that's it. That's exactly right. Where are you getting it? See, that's what they need to be focused on up there is, uh, you know, how, how they're getting it and where they're getting it. But these are all kids. When I say kids, I'm talking about teenagers in Chicago opening fire on innocent people as they're just going about their lives. They pull out um, machine guns and just blow them away for, you know, ha, 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 kicks kicks are for kids. This is fun. Let's just go shoot a bunch of people with machine guns. Now, are we getting there in San Antonio? I happen to believe that we're headed in that direction, just watching trends. Well, at least, okay, the, the guy that was shot in the mall, that's obviously a hit. Otherwise, you don't leave witnesses. It was a straight up, go hit him. That's who it is. They, know, they knew his face. Right. Capped him. Right. 
turned around, bolted. So it would be gang cartel. Mm, I think more gang cartel. cartel. I think more cartel yeah. specific hit. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, in there was, too, right? Especially in that area, uh-huh, in, on there. a you know, crowded shopping mall, right in the middle of the day. In the middle of the day. Yeah, usually gang stuff happens at night at a house. After, yeah, after, you know, in a neighborhood. Right. You know, it when screams. The lights are out. It screams Godfather. You know, the guy. You picture the guys wearing the thing for the haircut, and it just it screams a hit. So he ticked somebody off or something happened and it was a hit job. That's what this was. This was some sort of cartel or mafia. We don't really have mafia here that I know of, so I don't know. I have no idea. I'm just I'm tossing this out. We do. We have we have some mafia local. <laughs> do we really? Yes. Well, I know we got La, La Mafia, but No, no, Italians. Do we really? Right. Oh, yes. Yeah. We've had them since the 90s. In San Antonio. Uh-huh. I'll be a son of a gun. There they, they are talking about it on But TV they right they are smart and they've been doing it longer and they lay lower. Well, okay. Yeah. They've been right. at it a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For like a thousand years, yeah. you mean? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. All right. Well, it's just, it, it's very uh, troubling um, when you consider like at North Star Mall. I think that's a watershed moment because while you could expect that at some other places, yeah, I see it. It's a, it's a nationwide story right now. Mm-hmm. It's all over Fox National. Right. It's, it's everywhere. Every, everybody's talking about this. It is the big, uh, one of the big national stories. The other is that plane that uh, I believe uh, the government shot it down, I think. I, but we'll talk some more about that a little bit later on. But I don't know what to do uh, with this, you know. Um, are we now in an un- unsafe, uncharted territory, uh, going back to North Star Mall anytime soon? I, I don't frequent it because it's not in my path of where I go. You know, I have to I have to be on a specific mission to go to North Star Mall. So I have to be going for a specific thing at a specific store to go there because I just don't go there. I don't think I've been there in years. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. Me too. I think it was pre-COVID I had to go over there for something. I don't remember what it was, but I had to go over there for something. I used to go all the time, all the time. But it's not in my, um, you know, my, my groove of where I go every day. And I have stores that are in that groove. And I, I, you know, if, if Walmart don't have it, you don't need it. You know, they got beer, bait, and ammo at Walmart. What else could you possibly need? You want a silk shirt? A, a cheesecake factory. Hello. Well, come on. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, they even got too. I expensive. think that's why the last. I think that's the last time I was there. You can go to a cheesecake factory and get a silk shirt at North Star Mall. Can't get right. that at Walmart. No. Maybe you might be. You can get cheesecake at Walmart. Sure. Sure you can. And I bet you can find a silk shirt somewhere at Walmart. You know, and beer, bait, and ammo, that's all that matters. <laughs> got, i tell you what they got at Walmart. They got plenty of Bud Light. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> lots of ice cream. It's all Bud Light, man, everywhere. You, you trip over all the Bud Light at Walmart right now. <laughs> they can't give it away. Yep. They try, man. All right, uh, quick break. Coming right back. Trey Ware, KTSA. For adults with moderate to KTSA Kitchen Designs by Giovanni presenting Operation Interdependence now through July 4th. We are collecting the needed items for our troops deployed around the world. Uh, all of our sponsors are drop-off locations, and for a complete list of those items needed, head on over to KTSA.com. It's brought to you in part by Institute for Functional Health, Southwest Metal Roofing Systems, Airtron, Window World, Specs, and River City Rock Tops. Trey Ware here, 210-599-5555. Remember, in uh, October of 1999, uh, the Ware pair we were doing afternoons, we followed Rush here on KTSA. And we uh, had just gotten off the air and started to get, of course, we, the Internet was not like it is now. You didn't have instant news. You had the cable channels, but they weren't, like, you know, on top of developing news stories. So we got uh, a call that a, an airplane was being followed by some F-16s up through the center part of the country. Now, this was pre-9-11. Never forget it. And so then uh, shortly thereafter, somebody got up with a, with another airplane and started to send some video out, and we followed it all the way up the center of the country until it crashed. And never forget, Payne Stewart, the great golfer. Remember him? He wore the knickers, uh, wore the high, the, the high socks, uh, and the English hat. Uh, he was on that plane that left Orlando, and uh, it ended up, uh, what happened was hypoxia, which is a, you know, it's not a, it's not, too common, but it can happen. The deal is you lose cabin pressure above 10,000 feet. That means no oxygen. You pass out. You go to sleep. And it happens sometimes where the guys will, once they get under 10,000 feet, get some oxygen, they start breathing again. 
Um, apparently, that's what might have happened here. Not breathing again, but wake up, get enough oxygen. Uh, that appears to be what might have happened here in Virginia yesterday, where uh, a jet, a Citation, which is a beautiful jet, was on its way to Long Island, finding out that it's owned by a wealthy guy who owns a car company. And his daughter and granddaughter, their nanny, and the pilot were on board going back. They had been visiting them, and they had been going back to uh, Long Island. But when it got to New York, it suddenly made a 180 and flew to Washington. Like, hello. So jets out of New Jersey were scrambled. Jets in uh, uh, Andrews were scrambled. They went in supersonic. Uh, that's why all the booms were going off over there. Because since 9-11, we don't allow any planes in that restricted airspace, particularly when they're not answering. And they had fired off some flares, and they had hollered at them on the radio, and there was no answer whatsoever. They believed that the pilot was suffering hypoxia and it had passed out. Uh, the plane later crashed. Now, what we don't know is if the plane crashed uh, on its own. It, it apparently, like the Payne Stewart thing, might have been on um, uh, autopilot. Or, you know, there's always the possibility that we shot it down, the government shot it down. And uh, I, I, I'm not real sure the government would share that. If the government ended up shooting, kind of like 9-11, and we all, a lot of people believe, not all, but a lot of people believe that's what happened in Pennsylvania, uh, that the government shot that plane down before it could get to the White House. Um, this one, obviously, according to all the family members, had no ill will or ill intent at all. If they suffered from hypoxia, then they were asleep. Uh, either way, the dad, the owner of the plane, is saying it was painless for the family. Uh, that was on board because if you get hypoxia, you just go to sleep. And you just never wake up uh, if the plane crashes. Uh, or if it was indeed shot down a government shootdown, then you wouldn't have known anything either. So uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll find out more as the days go on, but it did crash into the mountains in Virginia. And all on board, obviously, uh, did perish in that deal. But it was a very interesting moment. Joe was out on the golf course uh, somewhere. And looking very dazed and confused, as he always does, wandering around. And they said they informed him about what was going on. I don't know that that's really true, because what are you going to tell him? You know, he doesn't get anything. He doesn't hear anything anymore. So we have to wait for the black box to be recovered. <laughs> yeah, which is actually orange. Okay. so We the, call it black box, but yeah. yeah. So we got to wait for the yeah. NTSB to if, get up, retrieve all that. If it still exists. <laughs> well, I thought they were supposed to survive crashes. Well, or, but if it was a violent, like, kaboom, you know, like a missile, mm -hmm. then I don't know that it would. I don't know. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see, uh, you know, what information we get out of this thing. Meanwhile, meanwhile, we're finding out more about this document and Joe Biden's alleged bribery scheme. Very interesting story I'll share with you coming up next. Trey Ware, KTSA. My name is Domingo. My wife. Six now. 550 KTSA, FM 1071, the Treyware page, KTSA.com. Mm, all my friends know the low rider. Mm, 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 mm. All right, I'm going to dive into some of these stories here, and I'll take your calls. Wherever you want to dump in here, please do so. 210-599-5555. You can also text at the same number. Person alleging Biden criminal bribery scheme is a highly credible FBI source used since the Obama administration. Hmm, could it be that's the reason why the FBI has been dragging their feet on this document that allegedly, allegedly, I say, lays out that Joe Biden is on the take? Hmm, is he a Chinese asset? We heard that about Donald Trump being a Russian asset. Well, is Joe Biden a Chinese asset? Who's paying Joe Biden $5 million to screw around with policy? Yeah. The FBI says they're going to bring the document to the Capitol today for review by Jamie Raskin and uh, James Comer. They can look at it, and then the others can walk in and file in and take a look at the document. But they must leave and don't touch the document. Don't read anything that's, you know, blacked out on the document. And uh, you certainly cannot have the document for your investigation. The FBI is trying their best to protect Joe Biden and the Biden crime family. It's not going to work. The truth will set you free, and the truth will always come out. And the truth about this Biden crime family business 
is going to come out more and more as time goes on. Well, Target is get, getting even more woke, as if they weren't woke enough. I have shared with you that I quit going to Target years and years ago because they started to let guys, encourage guys, in fact, to start using the girls' bathroom. And I remember Annabelle was very young at the time, and she said that terrified her. And I don't blame her one little bit. It should. And it ought to terrify every mom and dad. And that's why I said, that's it. I'm done with Target. I'm not going back. Well, now what we're finding out about Target, it's not just the tucking uh, bathing suits for infants or the binding bathing suits for infants that they carry now at Target. So if you want to tuck your uh, three-month-old son's penis away so he looks like a girl in a bathing suit, Target has exactly what you need for that. And if you want to bind your six-month-old baby girl's breasts so that she doesn't look like a, a girl, as if she would at six months old, right? This is the lunacy of it all. Well, then Target has exactly what you're looking for because they got tucking and binding bathing suits for infants. But let me tell you what else Target is funding, okay? Just so you'll know. And if you're in the military, in Military City, USA, or you know someone who is, you might want to know about this. Or if you appreciate the history, the rich history of our country, then you probably want to know what else Target is paying for. Target over the years has been paying into a, uh, you know, it's a 501c3 or whatever it is, a nonprofit uh, organization they have, to shut down Mount Rushmore and give it away. Why? According to Target, well, it's all about white supremacy. Mount, well, Mount Rushmore is white supremacy, you see. And we, can, we can't have Mount Rushmore with those white dudes up there, so we got to shut it down and give that land away, destroy it, do away with, those, with that great, unbelievable, never-before-seen-in-the-history-of-the-world artwork. I've been there. It's amazing to look at. I sat at the base of it. In fact, we said the, the, the Pledge of Allegiance at the base of it and played it here on the show. But I sat at the base just looking up at it, just in awe of this unbelievable work that they did. They're doing the same thing with Crazy Horse around the corner. But the fact that Target is funding an organization that is working to shut it down and give it away because it represents white supremacy. Are you white? Target hates you. They don't like white people. They just don't. They don't like Mount Rushmore. They don't like the history of the country. And here's the other one. If you're in the military or you know somebody who is, well, Target says that you are violent. The United States military is violent, and we need to get rid of the United States military. That's what Target says. That's what they're, that is what they're funding. The disbanding and the destruction of and the removal of the United States military because of white supremacy and you are violent if you're in the military. Doesn't matter if your job is procurement and you sit behind a keyboard all day long, you've never touched a gun. <laughs> that doesn't matter. <laughs> nope. Doesn't matter if you're a medic and you're working over here at SAMSI and you're, you know, doing your job of, you know, putting people back together after they hurt themselves somewhere. Uh, no, that doesn't matter. Uh, what matters is, You've got to go away because you're just violent, according to Target. Oh, they're also funding tactics against Israel to end the Jewish state. And they're funding organizations that demand that parents teach kids about white supremacy. Basically, if you're white, you're racist. Teach that to kids. And capitalism is racist. Now... What's really ironic about that is, what is the system that, that flows money into Target's bank account every day? It's certainly not communism. <laughs> it's certainly not socialism. It's it's capitalism. And Target 
is against capitalism. And that's when you start talking about the white supremacy and the Black Lives Matter movement and all of those things at its core, at the bottom, you know, and all this nonsense about sexualizing children that they're doing, at the core, it's an anti capitalism movement that's happening in our country right now. There's a bunch of commies out there, and it's true. I know. Yeah, see, commie behind every rock, don't you? No, I don't. I'm just telling you the truth about what's going on in the country. So they want to shut down Mount Rushmore and give it away. They want to get rid of the United States military. They want to get rid of Israel. And they demand that parents teach white supremacy and that capitalism is inherently racist. That's what Target wants. So the next time you have an opportunity to shop somewhere, you might want to keep those things in mind. If you're in the military and you're shopping at Target, they're using your dollars to try to take your job away from you. If you love capitalism and you know that capitalism works and capitalism is the only system that has brought prosperity to this world and you're shopping at Target, they're using your dollars to destroy capitalism, to attack capitalism. If you're Jewish and you love the the state of Israel or if you're a Christian and you love the state of Israel because that's where your Lord was born, lived, and crucified, and you're shopping at uh, Target, Target is taking your money to attack your faith because that's what that is and the nation that hosts your faith. So you ought to keep those things in mind. Now, you can do whatever you want. You can you can spend money there if you want to. Uh, I'm trying my best to not spend money with these organizations or these businesses that are uh, using my dollars against everything that I believe and I may end up sitting in a room somewhere not being able to shop anywhere in the future. And if it comes to that, it comes to that. But I'm going to do my best to uh, not fund these organizations like Target that are out to destroy everything that I believe in, everything that I hold dear. They want to destroy Mount Rushmore, folks. <laughs> That's what they're funding. Now, you know, so we got a Bud Light deal and Bud Light's done. It's, you know, it's just a matter of them having the funeral and burying that brand. I think we ought to bury the Target brand. Bury them. Don't ever go to Target ever again. That's the way that's the way I look at it. If you believe in these things that I've been talking about, from capitalism to the United States military to Mount Rushmore, and that not every white person is a racist, very few are, then uh then why would you spend money at a place that's gonna take your money and use it against what you believe? All right, back in a minute. Trey Ware, KTSA. Hi, Danny Bowes here from Southwest Metal Roofing Systems. Call our voicemail line, 210-654-5155, anytime, 24-7. 210-654-5155, say the pledge, and uh, that'd be great. Listen for yourself at 550 and 650 each weekday morning here on KTSA. Poor Joe, he keeps calling Jill, telling her, yeah, honey, can you come help me? I blocked the keys in the Corvette again with the top down. <laughs> Saudi Arabia slashing oil prices. It's a big story today. There's, they're actually cutting, not prices, they're cutting production. That's what they're cutting. Which means oil prices and the price at the pump is probably going to go up. Liberal media is freaked out about higher gas prices. I've been looking around and watching what they've been saying. Saudi Arabia, I can't believe they would do this to the United States. The Saudis. How horrible they are that they're slashing production. Got to drive our prices up. Got to make our president look bad. Our president's going to look horrible because of this. Yeah, well, you know what? Only one group to blame on this one, baby. It's not the Saudis. Wouldn't be a problem. The Biden administration wasn't so dumb cutting our own domestic oil production. We have more than enough to be able to take care of ourselves. We don't need Saudi Arabian oil. We don't need it from anywhere in the world. We don't. We have plenty right here. But because this administration is all about destroying the United States from within with this Green New Deal nonsense, uh, this is what you get. You are inextricably linked to Saudi Arabia and these other countries that we're buying oil from. And if you remember, it was a few short months ago 
when Biden went over and begged Prince Salman and the others, please, would you please pump more? And they told him to go to hell. And that's what we're dealing with right now. He's not saying that here in the United States, is it? He hadn't said a word about pumping more here. He goes over there and says, I want to make you richer. I want to send you more money. Obviously, in my view, because there's some sort of kickback. You know, <laughs> hey, if he does it here, he doesn't get a kickback. But if he runs it through Saudi, no. See, once you start to understand what the crime family is all about, a lot of this starts to make sense to you, doesn't it? Okay, so years ago, we were on a cruise down south, and we had just come, we left Jamaica. I know I've shared this story before. And when you leave Jamaica and get back on the cruise ship, let me just put it this way. They are very thorough at checking you for drugs because Jamaica is all about drugs. They check every nook and cranny on your body. And when I say, Don, nook and cranny, I mean every nook and cranny. And so you Well, can, let's go to Jamaica. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. That's right. Stand in line for that yeah, one. Right. And uh, I'll never forget because I'm still up with the seals, you know, in the middle of the night. I'm, you know, I still get up at, you know, 2 a.m., 3 a.m. when I'm on vacation, right? So I'd be down there with the old guys from wartime. They've all got their veteran caps on. And by the way, we're doing a veterans cruise coming up in November. I'll tell you more about it. But they all got their, you know, Vietnam or Korea. You're seeing far less World War II, you know, cap. And they're having coffee at 3, 4, 5 o'clock in the morning in a cafe because mm-hmm. they get up in the middle of the night like, you know, like I do. So I'd be down there with them as the youngest guy. And I remember one guy, we left Jamaica, and he, one guy's like, I cannot believe it. I've been in four wars for this country. And they poked and prodded me to get me back on my own ship so I could go back to my own soul. And that damn border's open, and anybody can come across that border, and they ain't checking nothing on them. And we all kind of went, yeah, that's true. So I have to go tomorrow. It's my day to go and do my driver's license renewal. I'm super excited about this. Can you see it all over my face? I'm used to doing it online, and this is the one time, I guess, every, I don't know how many years. Every every couple of cycles, you have to do it in person. (sighs) Did you make an appointment? Uh, Yes. You made it back in December, didn't you? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, I did. I made it it like three months ago to get it for tomorrow. But my poor wife, she's digging through the files. She's got impeccable records of everything that's happened to us over the last 40 years, you know, Mm -hmm. together. But... She's trying to find all these forms of ID because the list is as long as your arm. Now, I'm an American citizen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bleed wow. red, white, and blue. <laughs> and I've got to go to the office, and I've got to show, you know, uh, Social Security card. Birth certificate. Which my Social Security card was, was uh, issued in 1969. I was six years old. Right. And so. So it's carved in a rock, basically. It pretty much yeah. is. Yeah. It's actually on a piece of paper. It's not laminated. It's not plastic. Yeah. It's the paper paper one. That's right. what I have. I uh, don't even know if that's going to be acceptable. Then you've got to take a proof of insurance, and then you've got to take your birth certificate, and then you've got to take your passport, and then you've got to take uh, proof of where you live. Yeah. A utility bill of some sort. Yeah. A couple right. of them. Two of them. Right. You have to have two proofs that you are where you live. And yet, I'm sitting here and I'm going, all these people, I'm, I, I swear, I'm going to leave this country and I'm going to come back in illegally because I know I'm going to, don't, I don't have to prove nothing. I don't have to show any ID whatsoever. And they're going to give me $800 and a phone <laughs> on my own money. <laughs> I got to go. Yeah, but you know. I got to jump through every hoop just to get my driver's license renewed. And these people can cross this border down here and nothing. It's, it's cricket wireless. That coverage sucks. So. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> That's the phone we're giving them. Yeah, but I'm only assuming they're not getting Verizon or something like oh, that. Oh, I don't so. know. I, yeah, I bet they're getting the finest if you and I are paying for it. They're probably getting the best. I, I don't know. It's just the irony of it, right? right? They get to walk in here and get all this free stuff, free health care. I'm paying for my health care and the health care for the whole family, and you oh, are I, too. I feel that because when, yeah. I, when I moved here and had to get my Texas driver's yes, license. Yes, you had to transfer. Oh, it was a pain in the neck. <laughs> in I, the neck, yeah. I, or everywhere else, yeah. actually. Uh-huh. And at one point, I thought, I'm just going to drive illegally. 
Yeah, I'm just going to drive it on a license. <laughs> well, be, you know, the the fine would be a lot less hassle right. <laughs> than going through all this. Now you're making me rethink this. Yeah, maybe I'll just skip drive my without appointment it. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, might have to do that. Ossifer, I don't have one of them license things. Yeah, I misplaced it. What you gonna do? Something must have happened to it. Yeah, yeah. go ahead and give me a little fine. We'll, we'll get the illegals coming in to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that. That's right. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. This is Mark Sadowski from FM 1071. Yeah, baby. Crank it up. Starting your Monday with a little Stevie Ray at 607 at KTSA. Good morning. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you being here as always. There's Elaine right there. There's Jimmy and there's Don. And you on the phone at 210-599-5555. Well, it is a story that's gone national. It's a national story. Fox has got it. They, I think they all have it uh, everywhere. Uh, but it is uh, this shooting over at North Star Mall yesterday. Just curious what your thoughts are about San Antonio's safety thereof, blah, blah, et cetera, et cetera. Do you feel safe in uh, in San Antonio? Um, what do you think about uh, this guy? Obviously, according to, according to SA's finest, um, it was a targeted hit that he you know obviously was not a, a random go in there and shoot as many people in the mall as you can shoot. That this guy was sitting there getting his hair cut, and two guys walked in and blasted him and turned around and walked right back out and didn't take anybody else out. But, I mean, you could have had, obviously, uh, anybody could have been hurt in crossfire or whatever. I don't know. Whatever. It's just, and I'm all, you're getting your hair cut. I, I just, I feel for the person, I don't know if it was a man or a woman that was cutting this dude's hair, and all the people that might have been in that store and in that mall that saw what whatever they saw and endured whatever they endured yesterday. But less than a mile from our, our location right here on Eisenhower on fr- Friday, I guess it was, um, we are told it was a gang-related hit. And you had like four teenagers that were shot at an apartment complex right there. A few days before that, you had another one right here on uh, right up the street from the radio station, another shooting. Uh, and it's just something that goes on and on. Don was telling me this morning before he ever got uh, on the air, he said, you know, I have to pick and choose because – I would do a whole newscast of nothing but shootings in San Antonio right now. Um, I've been warning about this for a long time, that San Antonio being the crossroads of America, it truly is because we have I-35 up and down and I-10 east and west, and we got everything in the world, every gang in the world, every cartel in the world, every everything you can imagine, whether it's human trafficking or drug trafficking or whatever, runs through San Antonio. Um, and you've got, you know, different various gangs right here within our area on the northeast side of town. I've been told there's five or six gangs right around here. And many of them fight each other for, uh, the control of area. Others have deals with other gangs to run drugs through here and so on and so forth. But San Antonio's in a precarious position now, and we've seen this outbreak of violent crime in our area. And I've been talking about it for a long time because I, I was watching. I, I watched Chicago for, for for decades, and people were talking about how warning Chicago, man, you're gonna. And of course, Chicago was always mafioso, and you had all the Valentine hit murder murders and all you know all those things that happened in Chicago. But that was that was in you know the the mafia's families when they were shooting and killing each other. Uh, now they just have random. Out and out, random shootings like crazy in Chicago. Over the weekend, they had these kids, kids, teenagers, randomly shooting whoever in Chicago, innocent people, using machine guns. Rapid-fire, automatic machine guns. Now, they're not, you know, they're not running down to the local store and buying them. That's why you can't pass a law that's going to stop this nonsense. But what do you got going on in San Antonio? Sound off about it, 210-599-5555. It is one of the top three national stories right now. And here we sit. Brad, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning, sir. Trey, I'm not a criminal, and I wouldn't know the first thing about organized crime. But check me out on this, man. Let's say I'm, I'm the intended target 
why would you not wait? If you were going to rub me out or, you know, whatever, why would you not wait till I had left the mall and was about to get in my car out in the parking lot? Other than the fact, I don't know, maybe they have a parking lot mall cop or whatever, but don't malls have security cameras from from start to finish? Oh, yeah. And these guys just walked in and walked right on out, and nobody tried to stop them or, you know, do anything like that. And they, I, I don't know, it sounds like, these weren't amateurs. This sounds like, as uh, you alluded to, probably some kind of a MS-13 or uh, Sinaloa, one of those uh, guys. Uh, yeah. and, and if that's true, we got we got trouble right here in River City, friend. If you those got guys it. Are moving into the neighborhood. It, it ain't looking good at all. You and got I, it. I want everybody to think about that. That's exact, Brad. Great job. That's ex- thank you for your call. Have a good Monday. That's exactly why I'm bringing it up. I d- I don't know if this was you know cartel. Uh, it seems like it, you know, would would lend itself to that. We know that they're here. We know that they're in San Antonio. Um, I don't know, um, but I do know. I I do know that at least part of this is because we have a soft on crime DA, and people know that they can get away with this. Now I don't know the mind of a criminal any more than you do, Brad. But as far as going into the mall and doing it inside the mall as opposed to the parking lot, they wanted to make a statement. That's what they wanted to do. It was a statement. They wanted to scare people, and they wanted to get on the front page, and they made it. Ed, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, Trey. Uh, I remember, you remember when John Wood was killed? Oh, yeah, sure. San Antonio was like this before, and they cleaned it all up and invested in the gang units and everything. I don't understand why people think that that they want to go through this again. Mm-hmm. Right. Why? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Well, I don't remember. Ed, refresh my memory. Um, I don't remember San Antonio ever being this violent. Of course, we oh, had. It the- was. It was worse when they had all the real smutty bars downtown. Oh, on sure. Travis and sure. everything. I remember. And and right and over that, here on that, Austin Highway, we had all the. All the bars on Austin Highway, which was a problem as well. You're right. That's true. There were there were stabbings and shootings right downtown in Travis Park. Yep. I mean, it, it was it was real bad. Right. And everybody got sick of it, and they cleaned it all up. Mm-hmm. And now they that you know it's like when Mark White did his deal, mm-hmm. he let crime go bad, and everybody got mad, and they cleaned it all up. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why they want to go through this all over again. I don't know. I, I, I couldn't I can't I can't even begin to understand the psychology of the people of San Antonio and Bear County anymore. They got a sheriff who's more interested in going after the governor of Florida than he is in cleaning up crime around here. You got to let him go, Joe D.A. Uh, in Joe Gonzalez, who was hired by George Soros to go soft on crime in Bear County to bring cri- uh, all kind of chaos and crisis to the streets, and it's working. Look at what we're doing. Look at where we are. You go to a freaking mall, and I mentioned this last hour, but, man, growing up in San Antonio, North Star was creme de la creme of malls, man. Man, that's where you went to get silk shirts from Milan and nice Bruno Mali shoes. That's where you went for that cool stuff. If you wanted blue jeans, you went across the street and you went to Central Park or you went to, to uh, you know, Windsor Park or places like that. Solo serve. Solo serve. <laughs> yes. I did that. I, I did, did my that. fair share yeah. of solo serving too, man. And factory sass shoes, you know. But you didn't go. You went to North Star Mall if you had some money and you were going to get serious. And look at look at what's happening to San Antonio right now. 210-599-5555, River City Oral Surgery. Dr. Mark Havercorn is ready to take your call. Or better yet, just go to the website. Because when you log on to the website, rivercityoms.com, number one, you learn about the practice and the various things they can do for you and to get you in great dental health. If you have teeth that are broken or teeth that are missing, if you're embarrassed by your smile, River City OMS. That's River City OMS. And our friend, Dr. Mark Havercorn, he's a friend of everybody here at the radio station. He's a good man. He'll take care of you. And whatever it is, extraction or implants or whatever, they do a phenomenal job, and you know what it's going to cost you before you ever even make your appointment because you'll see it right there on their website. You'll see the price of their procedures right there. RiverCityOMS.com. On and off again, thunderstorms the next few days with highs in the mid to upper 80s. Right now it's 68 KTSA. 
All calm and quiet in your commute right now. 20. KTSA Trayware here. 210-599-5555. Hey, Mark, you're on. Uh, Elaine's telling me that you were actually at North Star when this happened yesterday. Yeah, good morning, Trey. We uh, we sure were, myself and my family. Uh, it was my wife's birthday this weekend, and uh, she wanted to go there for lunch. And as we were leaving the, the restaurant, you know, we, we went outside of the mall to the valet stand, and I was paying the guy, and, you know, he was he sent the young man after our car. And by the time he sent that guy, I turned around to check on my family to make sure everybody's getting across the crosswalk, and we were all ready to go. And that, when I turned around to look for them, all the doors just blew open of the, uh, of the whole entryway of that mall. Uh, God, Trey, the, the sheer terror of people screaming and I, I, I'm still kind of beside myself. I, I was afraid because I, I was waiting for a man to come out of there with a machine gun and, you know, doing God knows what. But thankfully that wasn't the case. But we didn't know that at the time. We were just looking to get away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously you were at Cheesecake Factory then, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. And when you do, do you have any idea where the barbershop is inside the mall? That this happened at? Um, I I don't. I um, I think from what I saw in the news that it's kind of adjacent to the mid midway point of the mall, yet on the rector side. Okay, on the back side then. I I think that's where it is. That that's what I got from the the news report. The police said I think that they made their way out that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we had just taken Annabelle there for her birthday as well, not that long ago. It was a few months ago, and we took her to uh, North Star because she wanted to go to Cheesecake Factory. That's a big stop. Does this, uh, Mark, you know, knowing what you're going through, and this is going to stay with you probably for the rest of your life, does that change your attitude about going to the mall? Yeah, Trey, I've really been apprehensive of, of going into San Antonio. We, we live on the outskirts uh, of San Antonio, west of San Antonio. And I, I really don't like going just because there's so many crazy people and, you know, the road rage and just all the foolishness that's going on. And I... I, I don't want any part of it. I don't want to engage with these people. I, I don't want to, you know, I, I'm very grateful that my family and I, we didn't witness any true horror. You were mentioning the the barber, the guy sitting in the next chair, the yeah. family walking yeah. down the hallway. Yeah. Golly. Yes. Yes. All of the above. Uh, and, and, of course, you mentioned all the people that were running out in, in sheer terror because all we see on TV are these mass spree killings where, you know, you got 15, 20, 30 people that get shot. But this was obviously a targeted deal where they knew who they were after. They went in there, and they got him, and they left. But I truly believe, Mark, that they did it to they're, – they're making a statement. I don't know what it is, but they're making a statement by doing it public, publicly inside the mall like that. Otherwise, they could, they could have done it anywhere else. They could have caught him outside of his house, you know, or somewhere else. They wanted yeah, to do it right the there in the mall. What's that? That, that was some Al Capone type stuff. Oh, so yeah. Somebody was supposed to get the message, and yeah. I'm sure they did. Yeah, and I don't know if it's the guy that they shot. Obviously, the message was intended for him and, and delivered. But if it, you know, I don't know if it had anything to do with the store or with the mall itself, you know, or somebody else who may have been there to witness what went on or some larger. I, nobody knows. I mean, if anybody tells you they know, they, they have no clue right now. But, man, I, I do appreciate you calling. And I, I feel for you, man. I really do, Mark, because I – I understand what you're saying about not wanting to put yourself in the middle of it. Um, I, I I fear for family members that have to do business in this town, and the way things have turned out lately is just and, – and for I don't know how long you've been here. I've been here for 60 years, and it's just a travesty to see this place transform into, a, you know, what it is, what it's becoming. Yeah, it, it really breaks my heart, Trey. My, my family have been Texans for 150 years. Wow. Wow. Uh, this, this border crap and just it's just getting to be too much yeah you know when, when i have to go to, to when i take my wife out for my birthday and i feel like i need to carry a gun with me that's ridiculous well and you know mark i do everywhere i go i've got one on me every every single place i go because of th this is exactly why thank you mark i appreciate your call this morning and we have a condition here where we are and we have all these various uh, gangs around us right here where we work every day and the cops tell us about it the cops here they're they're here there's always a couple of units here and they're always telling us man they're all around you 
What were you going to say, Jim? So the closest barbershop in North Star Mall to Rector is Max Barbershop, and it's right outside of Macy's first level. Okay. So that is a walk-in. It, the entrance doors are really close to where Max is located. Okay. And it does face Rector Street. And it is a barbershop? It's not like a yeah, beauty? Beer, no, it's beer yeah. trims. Uh, get your fade done. Got it. Got it. Okay. All right. Uh, Tony, go right ahead. You're on KTSA. Good morning, Tony. Yes, sir. I just wanted to say that uh, I'm, I'm not from here, uh, so I don't vote here. But a lot of these uh, problems are the citizens, the taxpayers, the voters are to blame because they're the ones who are voting these people into office. That's right. That's right. You got and it. So you need to look into the mirror mm-hmm. and you need to, to to realize that you're the one who did this. You know, you, you, you knew these people were rotten to the core, and you voted them in anyway. That's right. That's right. So, Yep. Okay. Tony, it's it, and and really the apathy and thank you very much for the for the call, Tony. The apathy of the the voter in Bear County is striking. When you have a municipal election in San Antonio or a county election in Bear County, and eighty-seven to ninety percent do not go vote. That's apathy, right? And they can you know blame the candidates all they want and the candidates certainly are to blame but they, you know well if we had better choices of candidates well then run <laughs> you know be that better choice uh somebody has got to start stepping up and stepping in the gap that's why i was so satisfied and happy with what happened with prop a because people a lot of people went and they voted for prop a you know against it to kill it and didn't even vote for the politicians, they left after they voted against Prop A. They turned around and walked out the door and didn't vote for Nirenberg or any of these other people. These jacklegs that are just, I'm telling you, and I, I know you may get tired of hearing me say it, but they are bit by bit and piece by piece dismantling what once was one of America's greatest cities. And when I say America is a city in decline, I'm not talking about today or tomorrow. These cities don't fall off a cliff overnight, like Chicago and the other cities that we've seen controlled by blue politics, by Democrat politics. It's a gradual decline until it's unlivable. And you heard Mark's call a minute ago, San Antonio to him and many, many others is unlivable. Livable. And he won't be coming in again to go to, you know, Cheesecake Factory or wherever else to have uh, dinner with his family. He's just not going to do it. And that's what happens. Eventually, that's what happens. And, Tony, you're right. It is the people that get elected, and it's the people who do the voting. You're right. All right, let's, uh, let's talk about a minute about uh, Foundation Support Specialists at foundationsupportspecialists.com. I was thinking about them yesterday. I was watching a little television, and I saw a uh, television commercial for uh, Foundation Support Specialists. And here's the deal. With all this rain that we have, it, it might be really bad for your foundation. You may have water in, you know, underneath your foundation or whatever is causing problem at your home. Now, most times you're going to see telltale signs. You're going to see cracks in the sheetrock. You're going to see paint peeling off the wall and stuff like that. That's when you know you need to get in touch with foundationsupportspecialist.com and get a free foundation inspection. They will not charge you for that. And if you need it fixed, they've got the best fix that is prescribed specifically for your foundation and our conditions here, and they guarantee their fix of your foundation for the life of the structure and a transferable warranty. So get that free inspection today. No, no, nothing to lose. There's no reason to not have them come out and take a look at your foundation. If everything's fine, at least you'll have the peace of mind knowing that a pro set his eyes on it and told you everything's fine. But if you need work, they're going to talk to you about that too. Foundationsupportspecialist.com. Are you struggling to beat the heat in your sweltering? Hey, Trey Ware here, 210-599-5555. You want to jump in here, you want to text me, you want to call, whatever. Feel free. Love to hear from you this morning. 210-599-5555. I want to blast through some of these stories really quick. But, man, jump in here if you want to talk about the shooting at the mall. That's fine. Whatever you want to do, we'll do it. Biden officials leave him alone on weekends and adjust his schedule to avoid tiring an aging president. (laughs) No joke. Uh, This is all from the New York Times. They only will schedule public appearances between 12 noon and 4 p.m. because that's when he's awake. 
He doesn't show up downstairs from the residence until, oh, right around that time. And then uh, right after 4, they have to call a lid because sweet baby doodle child, he got to go to bed. Mommy got to put him to bed. And they say they leave him alone on the weekends. They don't bother him on the weekends. And that staffers treat him like an aging king, their words. Look, I'm going to say it again. I've said it a million times. I'm not convinced he's going to be the nominee. Guy's too much of a screw-up. And uh, he is a useful idiot, a tool in the hands of those des- destroying the country. Uh, but he's he's getting rapidly to where he's not even useful of that. They say that they uh, limit his access to the press over concerns that he might make a major mistake. Like say, you know, Obama's really the president. All I'm doing is doing what he's telling me to do. China's defense minister says war with U.S. would be unbearable disaster. General Ling Shengfu says history has proven time and time again that both China and the United States will benefit from cooperation and lose from confrontation. China seeks to develop a new type of major country relationship with the United States, etc., etc. Many incidents the past few weeks between the U.S. and China, their planes are getting close to our planes, their boats are getting close to our boats. We're in the middle of their part of the world, and I understand why, because we are so reliant on what comes out of Taiwan, that if China takes over Taiwan, they control the United States economy, full stop. Think about everything that you buy that comes out of Taiwan, including the phone in your hand right now. (laughs) The chips came out of Taiwan. That's why we have to become more independent as a nation. We cannot be reliant on these other nations for their oil, like we're talking about with Saudi Arabia this morning, or with Taiwan, we're talking about with the chips and everything else. We're so reliant on other nations. We're reliant on China for medicine. More than 90% of the medicines come out of China. So here we sit. We are very vulnerable, and we are in parts of the world that our founding fathers would have never dreamed possible, would have never dreamed that we would go to, would have never allowed us to go to. And it forces us into a situation where there is confrontation. Capitol Police stopped youth choir during national anthem performance, sparking outrage. Let's listen to what that sounded like. Cut number one here, Jimmy. Let's roll it. Okay, and so poor kids are looking around like oh, we're not done. What, what, they're what, stunned. What happened? What happened? We're not done. Well, let's paint the picture real quick because that's exactly right. They were just singing the national anthem there in the Capitol Rotunda, right? You hear all the echo. It's beautiful, great. They're a great choir, the Rushing Book Children's Choir from Greenville, South Carolina. They were there, and so the Capitol Police, in the middle of them singing the national anthem, all of all things, you know, uh, the Capitol Police walk up and say, "Got to stop." Now, what really is just the stupidity of this is the Capitol Police are now denying that they made them stop. And they're blaming a staffer from McCarthy's office who didn't get the proper permits for them to be able to be there and be singing. Oh, my God. Children are singing the national anthem inside the Capitol. How horrible is that? What a hate crime. Oh, they must be a bunch of white. They're a bunch of white kids, aren't they? Yeah, white supremacists. They're like, white supremacists. Like eight they? years old, nine years yeah, old. A bunch I mean, of they're white little supremacists. kids. God. And that was the thing. That was the first thing the Capitol Police said was the children were, this was an, an act of violence that the children were, were carrying out inside of the Capitol. The national anthem for the United States is an act of violence. Yeah, I, 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 I gave them that, that one finger salute as well. Can you, I mean, come on, you know. First they kill a woman back on January 6th and they blame, you know, uh, other guys for people dying on January 6th that didn't die. And now they chase kids out of the Capitol Rotunda for singing the national anthem. <laughs> what is what is going on? David, go right ahead. You're on KTSA. Good morning, sir. Yes, good morning. Um, I just want to um, note that uh, until the election process um, is actually verifiable and held accountable, you know, we can, we can talk politics all we want. I agree the voter turnout is pretty low. But a lot of folks are saying, well, what's the point of our votes don't count? What's the point if there is uh, improprieties in the election process? So I, I would like to see some sort of a, uh, 
effort made, shall we say, to make sure our election process is fair and accountable. What do you recommend? <laughs> I recommend going back to some paper and getting off this digital format. Mm-hmm. Uh, how can you have accountability if everything's digital and votes are counted overseas? Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree more, David. I have been pushing for paper balloting again uh, with a receipt and a copy that is yours that you keep. Um, I have been pushing for open uh, counting of ballots in front of God and everybody so we all can watch uh, counting of ballots go on and nothing leaving the, the, United, the United States and going into, say, China in a machine uh, I've been pushing for that for, for a long time. I don't know if you heard several months ago I had a guy on here by the name of Scott Pressler. Have you heard of him? No, sir. Yeah. You might want to look him up. Um, he is working really hard for this all across the country. He's focusing a lot of his attention in Wisconsin because Wisconsin is corrupt politically, as you're going to find anywhere else. Young dude, um, he mm-hmm. he's working really hard to attract young people into the process but also legitimize the process once again, because you're right. It has been corrupted, and there's no doubt that people have lost faith in the in the system itself. Now, the way I handle that is I still go vote. I'm not going to give up. Yeah. I'm not going to use that as an, as an excuse and say, well, hell, it ain't going to matter, so I'm not going to go. No, I go, and I, right. I cast my vote whether it's going to count or matter or not. That, that's right, and there's just as much relevance in local voting as opposed to absolutely as, as well as national voting. Same absolutely, process. absolutely, absolutely. Don't yeah. don't let the fact that you know the system's been corrupted or cheated or you, I go vote and nothing ever seems right. to. Don't let that slow you down. Go vote anyway. Go vote your conscience. You know. And I also might add that uh, the greater the voter turnout in the lines at the voting polls, people are going to turn their heads. Right. Uh, just I think just a physical presence, whether or not. Sure, we want accountability, but um, physical presence will make people think, including politicians. Well, the answer is, um, and, and David, thank you for your call. i got to let you go. But the answer is certainly not turning and walking away from the system. The answer is more good people getting involved in the system from the inside all the way through. One of the things that I continue to say going into 2024 presidential election, and, of course, we got House and Senate uh, up as well, one of the things I continue to say is, Republicans, you're behind the times. You have got to get some influencers. I'm talking about on TikTok and social media. Young, cool, long hair, crazy kids, they're going to be pushing the Republican cause. And, yes, they're out there. The Democrats have already paid them millions, and they're already out there pushing the Democrat cause on social media. You better get in that game. You better get into ballot harvesting. I know that sounds like it's evil and twisted. It is not. It's going and picking up ballots from mom and pop down the street who can't get to the polling place and taking them to the polling place to make sure that they get inputted. If if Democrats are doing that, if they're ballot harvesting, going out picking up ballots, Democrat ballots, and Republicans are leaving theirs alone and not picking theirs up, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. So you've got to do the influencing gig. You've got to do ballot harvesting, and you've got to do early voting. You have to do all of the above. Plus, we have to really push for as much as Eric Holder and Barack Obama have been pushing the past five years to cheat the system, and they have been. They have been in courts at, along with Mark Penn. You can look all this up yourself. Eric Holder, Barack Obama, Mark Penn, they have been in courts all across this country to cheat the system, to make sure the cheat is instilled forever. You've got to be out there, and we've got to have a, a fighting force. And I'm not talking about Republicans. I'm talking about conservative patriots that love this country. You've got to have a fighting force in there to make sure that there is legitimacy put back into the system. But to say, I'm just not going to show up because it doesn't matter, to me that's a cop-out. Sorry if it steps on your toes, but at, to me that's a cop-out. You still go. You still show up, and you still vote. You still be involved in the system from the, uh, from the start to the finish. 210-599-5555. My friends and yours at Amogee Bank are ready to visit with you and your family about your family's banking needs, whatever those might be. If you have a uh, family-run business, Super important that you get in touch with our friends at Amogee Bank. If you're thinking about starting a family-run business, also super important to get in touch with our friends at Amogee Bank because they can show you how you can develop your plan for your family-run business, how to fund it 
with uh, all the money that you're going to need to be able to fund your family-run business and then take care of it all the way down the road. They've got more than 80 branch locations around. You're more than welcome to come to one of their branches, or you can do anything else you want to or all that's concerned with Amogee Bank. They're going to take care of you. Amogee N.A., member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hi there, I'm Dwayne Charping, owner of Roofix. We're offering... Let's go to Michael, KTSA. Mike, you're on. Go right ahead, sir. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, sir, I've got you. Go right ahead. Oh, awesome. Just calling in regards to the North Star Mall shooting. I feel like it's a, a defeat for the Democrats, all the local Democrats. Julian Castro's party, the whole San Antonio is flooded with Democrats. But anyway, I feel like it's a defeat for them. It, it just shows that our current gun laws are safe. And this was a targeted, isolated incident. They were cringing when it wasn't a mass shooting. Um, you know, and in regards to another one of your comments earlier, in regards to uh, our founding fathers be rolling over, I, I disagree with you. I think our founding fathers knew this day was coming where we would be, they would be attacking our. Our, our constitutional rights, and I think they would be ha smiling, happy above us, knowing that they gave us the framework to be such a successful country. But I think our real enemy is China and Russia and not the Democrats. Um, but I appreciate listening to you every morning. You All right, man. Great. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate it. Uh, no, they are. <laughs> the Democrats are the enemy of freedom and liberty. Uh, and that doesn't mean that Russia and China are not as well. Uh, and I also said it was not, I said it was not a mass shooting, okay? So uh, what I said was it was targeted, according to police. We don't know the shop. We know it was inside a North Star Mall. But we do know that it was in a barber shop, according to police. And police say it was a targeting job at one of the uh, barber shops inside of North Star Mall. That's all I know. And that's all I can tell you. I can tell you, though, that San Antonio's gotten less safe for sure. Carl Eggers from CreatingRichAlives.com joining me now. And as I look at some of the headlines here, Steve Forbes says May jobs report spells trouble ahead. Okay, go right ahead, Carl. What's in the what's in the money news today? <laughs> well, we got uh, we know we're up to thirty one trillion dollars of debt, and uh, not a big surprise last week is as I had been saying that that you know we knew it was going to happen. They were going to try to negotiate, and at the end of the day. They're going to raise the debt ceiling once again, but we're in an interesting, interesting time frame for investors because we have two things at odds. The stock market is saying everything's okay, no recession, earnings are going to be good, technology is going to save the day. So the stock market continues to kind of grind higher. The bond market, which a lot of our, a lot of our listeners have as part of their 401k in some form or fashion. It's screaming that we're going to have a recession and that the Fed's got this all messed up and they're going to overdo it. So one of those two things is going to be right, and one of those two things is going to be wrong. And when it reconciles, you're going to see either big losses in, or big gains in bonds and losses in stocks or vice versa. One of the two is going to happen. So I think investors need to continue to be cautious because we don't have all the evidence yet. The stock market is, continues to be led by just a handful of stocks and technology only. That's the one thing. Technology, we know that that is, is helping. It's changing our lives, but it's not the whole stock market. Yeah. The whole stock market hasn't <laughs> been that fantastic. Well, that, that reminds me of the 1990s with all the dot-com stuff, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. It's very, very similar. Trey. In fact, if you remember what happened in 2000, the stock market went on 50, over 50%. During that time, and it was mostly led by technology stocks that got hit. Mm -hmm. and, and, and again, remember what happened. The technology, the technology that those companies had went on to change our lives. Yeah. That went on to lead to a fantastic right. you know, internet, all of that, online shopping, all of that happened. It yeah. wasn't that it didn't happen. It was that the stocks were overpriced, and I, I'm seeing the same thing today. Oh, no doubt it was all bubbled and, and artificial, and, yeah, I, th I think we're in the same boat today. Carl, thank you uh, very much. Costco released some information over the weekend. They, they just said, we're in a recession. You guys just don't know it yet, but we're in one, and we know that because people are not buying meat. They're buying pork and chicken. They're buying the cheaper cuts now. And the same thing is true when you see the price of gasoline down at uh, two ninety nine right now average. That's not because any policy was put into effect to bring the price down. That is, you're seeing a softening in demand. That's clear on that. Where and Rima coming up next, KTSA. The Ramsey Reality Check is brought to you by Steve.